Guess if you can spot the person that probably didn't earn their way to their current position in government. Which was approved 20 years ago by the Federal Drug Administration. Maybe because she was speaking to a non-English show or audience. She was uh, speaking with Nusicia Telemundo's Vanessa Hawk in an interview. Kamala Harris talking about the abortion pill, saying that it had been approved 20 years ago by the Federal Drug Administration. Now, I think a lot of people outside of government, definitely someone who is the vice president, should know there's no such damn thing as the Federal Drug Administration. Now, Federal Drug Administration may have a cool, a cool uh, abbreviation of FDA, but that would be the Food and Drug Administration, not the Federal Drug Administration. Just one of the many faux pas that make us laugh and cry that these monsters are in charge. Now, her boss, the guy that she would replace if something were to happen to him, of course, is the former vice president, Joe Siv Robinette Biden Jr. And guess what? He's got cognitive issues as well. But guess what? Ronna McDaniel had this to say. Attacking Joe Biden's mental acuity is not the best strategy for Republicans to defeat the Democrats in 2024, says ever knowing and great at winning seats, RNC chair Ronna McDaniel. That's what she said uh, Monday on Breitbart News. Quote, I've been bullish on him being the nominee. Not that I wanted him to be the nominee, but I just think the fact that they're playing with the primary calendar, the fact that he moves South Carolina first, he very clearly has a grip on the Democratic Party. McDaniel said, amid skepticism of Biden's political future. She goes on to say about these poll numbers, that's great for us because most Americans, even most Democrats, don't want him to run. And especially as more and more revelations are coming out about his family and their dealings with China and the poor state of our country. I mean, people are really struggling. McDaniel said before discussing what she believes is a more effective approach to taking down Biden. Simply put, she does not believe jokes about his mental acuity or personality will resonate. Why? Because people have family members that may have dementia and may have Alzheimer's. So that's what it sounds like to me. Sounds like woke Ronna McDaniel. Quote, many people have family members with issues. That doesn't ring true. And a lot of voters and focus groups that they've had in the past couple of years don't dislike him. They think he's kind of a nice guy. That's what they think. Oh, the guy destroying our country is a nice guy. So let's not make fun of him and his mental acuity. Let's just go after him on the issues. Which are obvious. It's obvious how terrible of a president Joe Biden is. That's not even at issue. What's issue here is the soft approach, the genteel winning, not, excuse me, the losing strategy of Ron McDaniel and the RNC. All right, check this out. Remember ISIS being dead? Well, they are apparently are regrouping big time in Afghanistan, much to the chagrin and angerment of the Taliban. Documents allegedly procured from a trove of Department of Defense leaks suggest that 
ISIS's Afghanistan operation has strengthened markedly under Taliban rule and is consistently plotting attacks around the world. This is coming out of the Washington Post's. ISIS-K has taken responsibility for multiple terrorist attacks in Afghanistan since leftist President Joe Biden abandoned the country to the Taliban, another jihadist terror outfit in August 2021. Now, of course, President Trump was going to withdraw from there, but it wasn't going to be a, a full bar withdrawal. It was going to be measured, getting our stuff out, and a lot more strategic withdrawal than what went on with Joe Biden. So all I want to let you know, folks, is that whereas President Trump had defeated and pretty much destroyed ISIS and the caliphate, these leaks that came out of the Pentagon are saying that ISIS is in fact regrouping in Afghanistan and the Taliban isn't happy about it. Speaking of Trump, by the way, folks, we have Lee Zeldin picking, uh, being another key endorser of President Trump, endorsing him on Today, Monday, the former Long Island congressman and 2022 New York Republican gubernatorial nominee, quote, the GOP is filled with amazing talent to save our country from the failed policies of the Biden administration. Our nominee in 2024 will be the 45th and 47th POTUS, Donald Trump. So that's the latest that we have. Donald Trump, our economy will be stronger. Our streets will be safer. And our lives will be freer. He has my full support. Okay, we know that uh, Tucker Carlson has been ousted by the folks over at um, Fox News. About the time that this goes up, President Trump will be making his first public statement on the Tucker Carlson removal from Fox. He's going to be doing that with Greg Kelly on Newsmax. I will cover that in my next episode. Wouldn't that be awesome if Tucker Carlson's show was going to be hosted on some new Trump media? That would be cool. That would be cool. So there's a lot more information coming out uh, and, and excuse me, opinions coming out about Tucker Carlson and his ousting. Um, and we have reports that it was Rupert, Rupert Murdoch himself who was reportedly behind the decision to oust Tucker Carlson. We had seen some uh, possible rumors about that. Uh, here's a Los Angeles Times. Tucker Carlson, the provocative conservative primetime host who helped build Fox News into a ratings juggernaut, has been forced out of the network. If you heard my report this morning, we had CNN calling him a right-wing extremist. Provo uh, provocative conservative primetime host? That's a lot nicer than right-wing conspiracy theorist, the title that was given to him by CNN. Now, here's where it gets uh, interesting. Murdoch elevated Carlson from computer to daily host status in 2016. Carlson moved into the prime time in 2017 after the ouster of Bill O'Reilly, the successful longtime host who left over sexual harassment allegations. Carlson's ex is related to the discrimination lawsuit filed by Abby Grossberg. That's what they're saying. The producer fired by the network last month, the sources said. Carlson's senior executive producer, Justin Wales, has also been terminated, according to insiders. So it's the whole team, which makes sense. So they're saying it's because of what happened uh, with Abby Grossberg. Murdoch also was said to be concerned about Carlson's coverage of the January 6, 2021 insurrection at the U.S. Capitol. The host has uh, promoted 
theories that it was provoked by government agents. And Carlson had called Ray Epps a Texas man who participated but did not enter the building, an FBI plant without presenting any evidence. Even though we know that Ted Cruz asked the FBI point blank if he was a Fed and they could not answer that, which of course is a yes in my book. By the way, we have Robert F. Kennedy saying that uh, Fox News ousted Tucker because he was on Tucker's show on the 19th talking about Big Pharma and the jab. So until Tucker Carlson comes out with a statement, it's going to be hard to know what the exact truth is, but I think we can all agree that he was ousted. And who are some of the winners of his ousting? Well, do you remember when Chucky Schumer, as I reported a few months ago, had asked for Tucker Carlson and others to be silenced? Senate Security Leader Chucky Schumer last month demanded Rupert Murdoch silence Tucker Carlson and other Fox News hosts. Quote, order Tucker Carlson and other hosts on Fox News to stop spreading the big lie, Schumer said. Him and House Minority Leader, House Minority Leader Hakeem Jeffries actually sent Rupert Murdoch a letter demanding that he censor Fox News hosts. Wow. So could it be that? Who knows? Or could it be AOC, who uh, yesterday, the day before today, that we find out about the ousting of Tucker Carlson, she had the following to say. She said this, uh, I saw this tweet as of yesterday. Federal regulation in terms of what's allowed on air and what isn't. And when you look at what Tucker Carlson and some of these other folks on Fox do, it is very very clearly incitement of violence. Unfortunately, leftists and Marxists and Democrats of today don't know the meaning of words. It's very clearly an incitement of violence. The reporting that Tucker Carlson used to do on Fox News, very and clearly, if it were very clearly, you wouldn't have to state it very clearly. It would be self-evidence. What violence? Disagreeing with the left? Oh yeah, that's that's right. It's violent. It's violence and misogyny and racism if you disagree with anything the left says. Very clearly, incitement. What is he inciting? Is he telling people to go out and commit violent acts? No, he's not. Absolute total lies and rhetoric from AOC. But what else would you expect from her and her ilk? Very clearly, incitement of violence. And that is the line that I think we have to uh, be willing to contend with. Now you realize there's no winning with the left, right? That's an incitement to violence. Just reporting on and looking at anything that the left does. Pointing out their hypocrisy. Pointing out where they're wrong. That makes you inciting violence, or at least if you're Tucker Carlson. But at the same time, isn't silence violence? So if you say nothing, you're violent. If you say something, you're violent. Seems like the damned if you do, damned if you don't, can't win situation. Which is what the Democrats and other children of Marxism and Satan like to do. At least uh, Jen Psaki doesn't have to deal with this madness every day. And I used to say, at least we don't have to deal with Jen Psaki's madness every day. But with her replacement, Corrine Jean-Pierre... I'm almost looking forward to a Jen Psaki coming back again into the White House as a press secretary because Karine Jean-Pierre is absolutely awful. 
All right, folks, we got this groundbreaking story, bombshell, if true, if true, New York Post, Hunter Biden may be living at the White House to evade legal papers. No wax in your ears. That is what we're talking about here. This is the story. That Hunter Biden is living at the White House to avoid his ex-stripper baby mama sending him to jail for non-payment of his unrecognized daughter. And other Biden crime family mafia members may also be shacking up, may also be squatting at the White House. The New York Post's Miranda Devine revealed that 'er ne'er-do-well first son is believed to be living in the White House because he's worried that London Roberts, the former stripper he impregnated, will serve him legal papers and send him to jail. Hunters has likely failed to provide his financial records as required in Roberts' lawsuit regarding support payment to their four-year-old daughter, Navy. Hmm. Joe and the rest of the Biden crime family have yet to acknowledge the little girl. Christina Layla also reported that Hunter went on went to, went to a judge in January to stop Roberts from changing Navy's last name to Biden. Hmm. Devine reports there may be other Biden crime family members shacking up in the White House. Let's just jump over to this New York uh, Post report today that came out. And it says, well, it came out late last night at 11 o'clock last night. Hunter Biden is believed to be hiding out at the White House with his, while his baby mama goes on the warpath. Lawyers for former stripper London Roberts asked in an Arkansas court Friday to jail the first son for failing to fork over his financial records as required in her lawsuit over support payments for their four-year-old unacknowledged daughter, Navy. Robert claims Hunter, 53, is flaunting the dignity and authority of the court. He's also flaunting the dignity and and the uh, good graces of the White House, apparently, with what he's doing. He is flaunting the dignity and authority of the court by failing to provide single... One single item or word of discovery and says, quote, the court should incarcerate the defendant of the Cleburne County Detention Center until he complies with the court's order. Wow. Nothing for Hunter. And we have innocent people who never even went into the Capitol being arrested and thrown in gulags. Robert 32 had to get a court-ordered paternity test to prove Navy was Hunter's. And last year, Hunter's... Um, applied to have his monthly support payments reduced. We're just a scumbag all along. But there's more. There may also be other Biden family members shacked him in the White House on the taxpayer dime. The New York Times reported in November when Naomi Biden, 28, Hunter's oldest daughter with ex-wife Kathleen Buell and husband Peter Neal were married on the South Lawn the couple live at the White House, according to two people familiar with the living situation. And I remember reporting on that. Is it that they're living there permanently or are they just there for protection before the actual nuptials? I don't know, but it seems like there's been more than one pair of Clint, uh, more, more than one pair of Bidens at the White House at the same time. Now, of course, people want you to know that there's plenty of room for the entire Biden clan since they have 12 immediate members. It says here, there's plenty of room for the entire Biden clan, including the 12 
immediate family members claimed by House Oversight Committee Chairman James Comer this week to be profiting from foreign, foreign influence peddling. This is just crazy. And some say, oh, this is just bad. No, it's more than bad. It's terrible. It's terrible. Now, what are they doing over at Fox News? What are they doing now? They want to silence dissent. They want to silence anyone that's bringing up the truth or even just even mentioning and telling people, hey, look into this. This looks, this looks funny. This looks scuzzy. This looks scummy. This looks like there's something going on here. Hunter Biden demanded, demanded an ethics probe into GOP Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene over her verbal attacks and promotion of conspiracy about and against Hunter. How many of these conspiracies have turned out to be true? Just because Hunter calls them conspiracy and just theories doesn't make them just theories. They could be, and probably are, facts about what's really going on with this really devious, deviant family. Quote, we write to request the Office of Congressional Ethics initiate a review of and take appropriate action as a result of Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene's suspected violation of health exit rules and standards of official conduct. Oh man, when people like Hunter Biden start talking about protocol standards and ethics violation, that turns anything he says into a hypocritical farce. Last guy we want to hear talking about that. All right, let's get to some technology, folks. Remember, Reagan had a lot of foresight. Remember, he was talking about the Star Wars program, and now we have Space Force. Almost sounds like since the 80s, we've been living in a science fiction world. Well, check this out. There's another leak. This time, it's a CAA-marked secret document, which reveals that China has these plans for space buildup that includes cyber attacks against enemy satellites that mimic the signals that enemy satellites have that at least that enemy satellites receive from their operators, tricking them into either being taken over completely or malfunctioning during crucial moments in combat. So remember, President Trump put up Skyforce to protect our sky. We now have, because of these leaks, supposed plans of Chinese military to disrupt enemy uh, satellite communications in the event of any sort of war or conflict. Quote, China is building a sophisticated cyber weapons to seize control of enemy satellites, running them useless for data signals or surveillance during wartime. The CIA marked document, which was issued this year and has been reviewed by the Financial Times, was one of dozens allegedly shared by 21-year-old U.S. Guardsmen and the most significant intelligence disclosures in more than a decade since we had some of those things over at WikiLeaks. All right, I want to end with this last story, folks. This last little news item. This is the latest thing coming from the Washington Post. The National Democratic Party has said it will support Biden's re-election and it has no plans to sponsor primary debates. Now, of course, we know that Biden couldn't debate a potato. And we know that for the time being, everything that Obama, Georgie Porgy, 
Susan Rice and the other usual Marxist treasonous traitors, rat bastard puppets are doing behind the scenes. They can do all that kind of stuff and, and it'll be blamed on Joe. Joe is a useful idiot and puppet. They know, though, that he can't debate anybody. Can you imagine him with uh, Robert Kennedy, who is running on the Democrat side, or Bernie Sanders, or, or just about anybody? Can you even imagine if in some crazy thing Kamala Harris wanted to run for president and debated him? Boy, would that be something. But look, we know how it works. They know who is going to be the next person. At this point, why even keep up the charade? Just forego the debates and watch us all swallow as you just go ahead and put whoever you want at the top spot, both for the primary position of the Democrat Party and then eventually, but hopefully not this next time around, in the Oval Office. All right, folks, we'll be back. Make sure that you hit like, share, and subscribe and hit that notification bell. Until the next one, ciao, goodbye, God bless.